When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met fellow adventurers, this time I'm visiting the battlegrounds. I'm in the maze of tents on the northwestern edge of the hilltop that's dominated by Zwilmin's towering redstone keep, where, where stands a newly erected maze of brightly coloured tents and rare lantern stores. Zurim has allowed various merchant groups to set up shop here, so they may serve the ever-growing population of adventurers who now frequent its famous battlegrounds. Taking a quick stroll through the mile of tents and stalls, spot only a handful worthy for your attention. There was adventures for this location. One of them is the Bard's Lament. Zuman introduces a ma- the man as Lorf. He tells you that Lorof is a bard who has made the perilous journey from Twithick to Iron Crown Isle to ply his cheerful trade amongst the island's ever-growing throng of glory-seeking visitors. Start this adventure. This can be scaled. I can do it on normal or scale difficulty. And yeah, normal. Bah, this adventure. While studying amongst a small but growing crowd of onlookers, Enjoying the amusing antics of a rather comical pair of jugglers, you are suddenly approached by a lad who serves as one of Zurim's curious. The young fellow tells you the master of the battlegrounds has asked him to bring you to the keep on a matter of great urgency. Intrigued by the summons, you promptly follow the curious to, to the keep. There, comfortable sitting room off the imposing fortress's main hall, you are met by Zurim and a short, somewhat stout, bearded man, outfitted in bulky, colourful attire. Zurim introduces the man as Yorf. Tells you that Yorf is a bard. The bard who has has made the arduous journey for the Tritic to Ayrgvalal to ply his cheerful trade amongst the island's ever-growing throng of glory-seeking visitors. Yorth, his, ma- his mouth turned down sharply at corners, and what appears to be an exaggerated frown grounds cautiously when Zurim finishes introducing you. You're about to ask Zurim why he has summoned you to the keep, when he suddenly excuses himself to Yorth and takes you aside. In the corner of the lavishly furnished chamber, safely out of earshot of the bard, he tells you that Yorth's horn his only instrument and the very very means by which he plies his trade has been stolen. It's a grand horn, if there ever 
If there ever was such a thing, he says, glances over his shoulder to make sure he's not being overheard. The horn is an heirloom. Belonged to his father. Yulus' father was a friend of mine quite a few years back. To think, Soup, that an invited guest of mine will come to these shores, a veritable haven in the cruel wilderness, and have the most prized possessions swiped away. It is unthinkable, and it shall not stand. A servant arrives with a wooden tray bearing three steaming mugs of palo. The young man sets down the tray on the mantel of the chamber's enormous fireplace and leaves. Zurim strides over and yanks two mugs from the tray, thrusting one of them into your waiting hand. He calls over to Yorith, instructing him to help himself, but the bard makes no move towards the mantel. He is distraught, and rightly so, says Zurim, grimacing as the hot skip beverage scalds his tongs. I have a favour to ask of you, Zoop. Go on. Have a bit of that payload and I'll lay it out for you. Zurim tells you that he's heard rumours over the past several days that seem to indicate that a group of thieves is operating in and around the battlegrounds. For at first he's reluctant to believe the scattered accounts. The theft of the horn has served to make him reconsider his previous rejection of such, such claims. The master of the battlegrounds carefully testing the temperature of the payload with his finger, asked if you would accept the task of attempting to identify the thieves responsible for the theft of your horn. When you tell him that you would be glad, glad to see what you can find out, Zura smiles and slaps you on the shoulder. There now, all will be set right, he says. Just remember, Zoop. Should you come across these scoundrels, the best course of action would be to report back to me. Make certain they're dealt with. Appropriately, of course. And such, Zoran wishes you luck as you set out from this mighty keep, keen to scour the island for any sign of the thieves. Doesn't take long for you to locate the thieves, piercing together several bits of information from a handful of the battleground's more reputable regulars. You quickly come to suspect a trio of so-called adventurers hailing from Tarnas. You learn that these three men were seen, only this morning, in possession of one of your sources calls, a horn-shaped object. Wasting no time, you steal up to the men, getting as close as you can in an attempt to see if you can lay your eyes upon the horn. Much to elation, you quickly spot the horn tucked to a cloth sack carried by one of the three men. Keeping a safe distance, you hail the unsavory group as they make their way to the encampment, just outside the battlegrounds. There, the men settle down next to one of the many small cooking fires scattered throughout the camp, and begin to toil away at a rather thin, unappetizing stew. So I can report my finds to Zuim as requested, Approach the, the men and attempt to buy the horn. I'll just encourage them to steal again. Confront the three men about the stolen horn. Attempt to steal back the horn. No, no, no. They've got to learn a lesson. Uh, no, I can't report back because they could have fled by the time Zoom can deal with anything. No, I have to confront them here and now. You boldly stroll up to the thieves and confront them. 
from them about the stolen horn, demanding that they turn it over to you. So you moment, you're moment taken aback by your butler. The men quickly regain their composure. If you want the horn, you'll need to buy it from us, says one of them. The men tell you that the horn will cost 1,000 gold. If you want it, hand over the gold, says the man closest to you says. Otherwise, you best leave before you end up hurt. So I can buy the horn for 1,000 gold. But, I mean, if they get that much money for a little bit of thievery, they'll just steal something else and expect me to pay for that too. But I'd just steal the same horn again and demand 2,000 gold. <laughs> Report your findings to Zurim as requested. Now, from what I've heard, that doesn't work. Or forcefully restate your commands. In other words, whoop their asses. Your, your swift and unexpected attack catches the thieves off guard. One of the men falls back, while two of his cohorts rumble to draw their swords and counter your fierce assault. It's two sword-wielding thieves. I'm just trying to subdue them. I mean, it's only... It's, it's theft. It's not murder. I for an eye and all that. Yes. Yes, you, 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 you only... <laughs> you only do fatal damage when they're trying to kill someone. Or their goblins. <laughs> just, just, just... Committing the crime of being goblins in a public area. Subdue your enemy, where I do less damage, they do the same. The brash thieves slash at you with their deadly blades. They keep slashing and I keep bashing. Da 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 da, they are subdued. 10 XP. The two men collapse at your feet, soundly battered into submission. Wasting no time, you leap forward and strike out at the third man. He nimbly dodges your initial attack and counters with the swipe of his dagger. It's a dagger-wielding thief. Okay. The scowling man stabs at you with his dagger. Your enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for 11 damage. And, oh, I just entered into a battle way. Stop stealing stuff! It's mean! You've subdued your foe. 18 XP. You stand over the three men as they slowly regain their senses. Despite the ferocity of their attacks, it's clear they have no desire to engage you again. In a cloth sack carried by the third man, you discover the stolen horn. You, take, you carefully take possession of the bard's instrument. You see to it that the thieves are taken into custody by several of the battleground's trustworthy regulars, adventurers like yourself, and they will t be turned over to the authorities in Westmere. The three, the three battered men seem profoundly relieved they are making a journey to Westmere rather than the nearby keep. With the thieves now safely in custody, you prepare to make a triumphant return to Zurim and Yorth. Before returning to the keep, you spend a few minutes examining the horn. Carved out of solid dragon bone, 
its sides covered with engraved ruins. The horn is a remarkable object of obvious and considerable value. Happy to able to unite the horn with its rightful owner, you set off for Zurim's keep. A short while later, you are once again the company of Zurim and Yorath, enjoying a third mug of Palo with the master of the battlegrounds and his elated guest. Yorath has already thanked you numerous times, again voices his appreciation as he fondly looks over the recovered horn. Zurim, having had, to, had you tell, and we tell, the events surrounding your retrieval of the horn, calls for yet more Palo. He then breaks into several tales about his much younger days as an adventurer, nodding with feigned interest. Interest you begin to contemplate a manner by which you might politely excuse yourself. Having at last found the opportunity to politely take your leave of Zurim and his guest, you're about to make your way out when Yorath approaches and again thanks you. The bard, still clutching his precious horn, hands you a pouch contained she says contains 100 gold. I'm afraid it's not much. At least not a lot of what you've done to me. Had more, I'd surely give it to you. This whore means almost everything to me. Thank you, dear friend. So, I can accept the gold, or I can politely refuse the gold. Hmm. You, know, you know what? Just write a song about me. Politely refuse the gold. It takes several polite attempts at refusal for Yorof to at last abandon his efforts to get you to accept the gold. He ultimately relents and again thanks you. Now we see it, because there it is, says Yorof, stepping next to you in Zorf. Now we we can all see just what sort of man our soup is. It's all on display, a rarity. A marvellous rarity in the age for... For which such rarity is... Oh, oh, well, never mind. Seizing the opportunities to de- your delayed exit provides, Zurim starts to call for a first solving of Palo. You promptly interrupt him and announce you must be on your way. He nods and then hands you a black pouch containing a dozen battle markers. Oh, that's way better than, than 100 gold. Because battle markers have various uses. As Yorov crosses the chamber to fetch his payload, Zurim speaks to you in a hushed tone. Well done, Zoop, he says. I hope you can find some use for those. Thank you again. The poor old lad would have gone out of his mind without the horn. I don't think I'd rest easily knowing that thieves are prowling this island. You really should hear him play that horn. He's rather good with it. As well as good as as one can be with one of these things. You bid farewell to Zurim and Yorov before leaving the keep and heading back out into the bustle of the battlegrounds. Three hundred and eighty four experience to general, and that finishes the adventure The Bard's Lament. Now there's more there's another quest here called a Grim Proposal, but uh, that that involves being told to kill someone, and I just want to stick out that, stay out of that whole thing, because as long as that quest doesn't run, nobody dies. 
Yes. <laughs> That's how I foiled a murder. By not accepting the quest where the murder happens. <laughs> Genius. Ventures for this location. But there's another one. Island Prowler. The ground shakes. The distant tree line parts. And your eyes widen and your welcome sight emerging from the forest. Yeah. A late afternoon finds you outside the battlegrounds, taking in the sights and sounds of the wilds of Iron Crown Isle. The rugged beauty of the island's landscape, where ragged tours and rolling escarpments divide lush evergreen forests from vast highland meadows. It's a welcome change of scenery from the incessant bustle of Zurum's compound. Nine possesses a rare, unblemished innocence, making it appear far removed from a world that appears to have grown up around it. You're on your way back to the battlegrounds, passing through a grassy meadow on the island's southern slopes, when the sound splintering wood, creaking trees, and thrashing brush wishes, reaches your ears. Your gaze is immediately drawn to the northern side of the meadow, where the distant line of trees, the edge, the edge of wild evergreen forest, edge of wide evergreen forest, sways and bends as if it has suddenly sprung to life. You are unable to able to stifle us, dismayed grasp, as as a dense wall of evergreens at the end of edge of the meadow suddenly part, revealing the source of the disturbance. You stare in disbelief as a massive destroyer crab emerges from the forest, its giant claws snapping wildly at something on the ground below its towering height. There's a link for destroyer crabs. I've read it before, but you might not have heard it, so I'll do it again. Grexawogs. Grexawogs, also known as destroyer crabs, are large land-based crabs that are roughly the size of a half-grown dragon. These powerful and aggressive creatures are extremely dangerous and have been known to destroy, hence their name, entire villages while searching for food. Which unfortunately includes humans. You watch in horror as the crab, its armour-like outer shell glistening in the sun, snatches up a small deer in its mighty, mighty claws and rapidly devours the hapless creature. Surprised as the destroyer grab will be prowling the shores of Iron Crown, your shock turns into panic as the ravenous armoured Bethemoth suddenly charges at you across the grassy expanse. Realising that facing the giant predator in the open field is not a wide strategy, you hastily retreat to the east, rushing into a broad, stony denson basin, where you hope to find a place that will put you beyond the crab's reach, with, with its eight legs churning. Destroyer crab follows, bearing down on you from far more swiftly than you could have imagined. With your legs aching, you splint across the stony basin, making for an exposed ledge of shelf that hopes to form the impression's southern edge. The force of the massive crab sapping its jaws around you drives you onward at a break neck pace. 
Alright, picking a number. Pick a number between 1, pick a number, bonus of 48. 18 from woodsmanship, 20 from agility, 10 from body, got to get 75 or more, let's see what happens. 141, success! Now only dodging several snaps of the destroyer crab's massive claws, you reach the ledge and swiftly duck under the overhanging rock shelf. Hidden beneath the narrow shelf of a ledge, you watch as the unscathed destroyer crab stomps all about the air, now and again attempting to stuff its massive crawls beneath the outcrop of rope that shows rising. Realising you cannot remain here forever, as you have no hope of quit fleeing the creature. You carefully watch the crab's movements, waiting for the opportunity to move out from under the ledge and launch an attack. Okay, so, yep, I'm trapped by a crab. That's, that's bad news. At last, an opportunity presents itself. Wasting no time, you steal out from beneath the rock ledge, prepared to engage the rampaging destroyer crab. Use your bow against the monstrous crab. And I will, I will. You swiftly draw your bow and notch an arrow, taking aim at the small gap in the Grexorog's formidable armour. Alright, time to pick a number. Bonus of 59. 29 from archery, which is boosted by me having the Grand Ashen Bow. And 20 from agility, 10 from luck. Picking now. Got to get 50 or more. So there's no way I can fail. 159. I got the highest possible score. 86 B to archery. Your feathered shaft finds its mark, shrieking through the small opening in the crab shell. The fearsome creature shudders as the arrow sinks deep into its flesh. The arrow has done 134 points of damage to the destroyer crab. The, the destroyer crab snaps its jaws wildly as it whirls about, squaring itself with you. Loose another arrow! You swiftly draw your bow and notch another a notch an arrow. Taking aim at the small gap in the Goraxorog's formidable armour. Bonus of 59 again. Got to pick 50 or more. Picking number. 150. 8 XP to archery. Your feathered shaft finds its mark, shrieking through a small opening in the crab shell. The fearsome creature shudders as the arrow seeps deep into its flesh. Yarrow has done 125 points of damage to the destroyer crab. Destroyer crab snaps its jaws wildly as it whirls about, squaring itself with you. Loose another arrow! You swiftly draw your bow and notch an arrow, taking aim at the small gap in the Grexorog's formidable armour. Picking the same number again, pick now. 124. 8 XP to archery. Your feathered shaft finds its mark, shrieking through a small opening in the crab shell. The fearsome creature shudders as the arrow sinks deep into its flesh. 99 points of damage this time. Okay, loose another arrow. Pick the number. 65 success, 8 XP to archery, 40 damage. 
Destroyer crab snaps its claws wildly as it whirls. Whirls. Deadly whirls about, squaring itself with you. With no time to loose another arrow at the fearsome behemoth, you hopefully attempt to determine your next course of action. I can fight it, or I can attempt to take cover under the ledge. I'm going to take cover under the ledge. You attempt to scramble back under a ledge before the destroyer crab manages to take hold of you with its powerful, deadly claws. Pick a number. Bonus of 38. 18 for woodmanship, 20 for agility. Got to get 50 or more. Let's see. Success, 82. You nimbly dodge the crab's snapping claws as you slip back beneath the ledge. Hidden beneath the shallow shelf of ledge, you watch as the seriously wounded destroyer crab stomps all around the immediate area, now and again attempting to stuff its massive claws beneath the outcropping of the rock that's sheltering you. You see those? It says seriously wounded. That means it's mostly dead now. Maybe halfway. It's kind of hard to tell because what seriously wounded means is changes. I think that's 40% or something. Health now. Realising you cannot remain here forever. You have no hope of fleeing the creature. You carefully watch the crab's movement, waiting for an opportunity to move out from under the ledge and launch an attack. At last, an opportunity presents itself. Wasting no time, you steal out from beneath the rock ledge, preparing to engage the rampaging destroyer crab. Use your bow against the monstrous crab. You quick, swiftly draw your bow and notch an arrow taking aim at the small gap in the Graxorod's formidable armour. Picking the number, same check as before. 132, 8x speed to archery. Your feathered shaft finds its mark, shrieking through a small opening in the crab's shell. The fearsome creature shudders as the arrow slinks deep into its flesh. 107 damage to the crab. Destroyer Clab snaps its claws wildly as it whirls about, squaring itself with you. Loose another arrow! Same check again. 121, Ajax B2 archery. Your feathered shaft finds its mark, shrieking through a small opening in the crab's shell. The fearsome creature shudders as the arrow sinks deep into its flesh. Loose another arrow! Pick the same number. Your feathered shaft finds its mark, shrieking for a small opening in the cramped shell. The fearsome creature shudders as the arrow sinks deep into its flesh. Alright, 131 points of damage to the destroyer crab. Another arrow! Same check again. I'm aiming, aiming, aiming. Is it, is it moving? It's moving a bit, but not that much. Success! 139. Your feathered shaft finds its mark, shrieking through a small opening in the crab shell. Eight experience to archery. The fearsome creature shudders as, as the arrow sinks deep into its flesh. Please continue. 128 experience to archery. With a violent shudder, the Grexorog staggers backwards, 
just overcome with the sheer weight of the arrows that are stuck in it. Its eight legs churning as the stony grounds ground churning its stony grounds as it struggles to remain upright. Then, with a sharp splintering sound rising into the air, the mighty creature collapses into a heap and expires. You quickly shoulder your bow, having no small degree of pride in the fact your arrow brought down the fearsome beast. Well, not just one arrow, about eight of them. But still, brought down entirely with arrows. And that, that's just one of the few occasions you can actually do that. Because usually you can't, there's no place to hide when they can't get to you. But the destroyer's crap is so massive, it's actually a disadvantage. <laughs> destroyer crabs. Formidable claws, now little more than limp extensions of its arm and carcass, lies dead before you. Exhale sharply and step back from the remains of the shell-clad Benemoth, thankful to have survived the fierce battle. You spend the next small while carefully examining the remains of the destroyer crab, even for a Grexawog. The colossal remains of the slain creature seem unusually large. Fragments of the crab's shell lie scattered across a wide patch of the stony ground. You pick up one of the pieces and decide to take it back with you. As the first birds of prey begin to appear above the mass's crab's carcass, you set off on your way, heading steadily north and west, back towards the battlegrounds. Upon your return, you pay a visit to Zurim's keep. The enigmatic master of the battleground listens. She relates to him the details of your encounter with the massive destroyer crab. Much to your surprise, he doesn't seem as taken aback by your account as it assumes he would be. There was a time where Grexorogs were all over the Ice Islands, he says, calling for Palo and offering you a seat before the fire in one of, one of the keep's largest halls. Of course, they were all throughout the lock, and, and, and they still are. If you require my opinion right, I do know that many believe the Grexuar to be land crabs, but when you've seen as many of them crawling out the murk as I have, well, you start to think just a bit differently. You won't catch me taking a dip in the lock. Zoomin tells you that he's certain there were many more destroyer crabs on Iron Crown Island, though he does admit it is puzzling to think they aren't encountered more often. You Zulim, the piece of destroyer crab shell you are carrying. He carefully studies the jagged shard of armour. If we could fetch up a large enough party, I'd consider holding a hunt for them, he says. After all, the only good destroyer crab is a cooked one. You've had a taste of what Gexawog. You really ought to try it. Pick either way, I've learned to roast them. Hunt! The very notion is agreeable. You've let me... Let me work toward that end. We'll see what, what I can come up with. Zurin goes goes to hand back the piece of Grexwalk shell, but you tell him he may keep it. He thanks you and tells you the shell will help him help to remind you of intentions to plan destroy a crab hunt. You take your leave of Zurin, 
but turn and glance back at the master of the battlegrounds just before you step out of the grand hall. There, standing in the glow of the fire, his eyes glittering like jewels as he intently studies the shard of crabshell, so it simply seemed different, almost wholly removed from the mysterious, imposing figure, those bold claim of dominions extends to every corner of the vast wilderness that is Iron Crown Island. The perceived change, both unexpected and welcome, is one you're happy to believe you've played a small part in bringing about. That finishes this adventure for 512 experience points. To general. Alright, there's another adventure coming up, but that's a pretty big one. It's Jurgwen's Plunge. You step back from the bottom of the deep narrow ledge and find yourself staring along a cannabis passage that extends out of sight into the deep gloom of this desolate lair. Go back. Okay. So, back to the encampment. I'm going to save, going to west, going to save again, well no I can't do that, alright, the next one, okay, I think that, that, that'll be enough for now, I'm not, I really don't have, the next, next time we'll do Jaluren's Plunge, because that, that's a pretty nice big adventure with lots and lots and lots of crabs. Really, really big crabs. So there'll be good eating after that one's completed. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.